recording. But the thing is, and I'm literally going to say this to you, like, I'm going to edit all this out. Okay. Especially this airplane that's literally flying above my head right now. What are we going to call this? The Sandlot Show? Welcome to the Softball Smack, where your hosts, Hannah and Brooke, talk everything softball. Grab some seeds, take a seat, and relax. We've got you covered for the next 20 minutes while we spill the tea in the softball world. I think think we start from the beginning. Okay. Okay. Where do we start? Where do we start? Uh, I was hitting, or I was at my sister's high school state championship game. Penn State. And Hannah walked up to me and said, hey, do you want to call pitches for my travel team? For a thousand bucks. For a thousand dollars. And I was like, who just passes up a thousand dollars? Especially a college person. Right. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, I'm taking over a team PA team and I know nothing about catching and calling pitches. Do you want to be our catching coach and call pitches and work with me and coach with me throughout the summer? And I said, yeah. And that was it. One thing led to the next. We coached, what was that, a 13U to start? 13U, yeah. A 13U travel team. And it was my first year of being a head coach. And really, like, our first year of kind of coaching and, like, managing, I guess. We've coached forever, but, like, managing. I was was going into my sophomore year of college. I think so. I think yeah, going into my sophomore year of college. I had just graduated, pretty much. And then we had our first tournament in Columbus, Ohio in the fall. We forgot the entire binder that had every kid's insurance, every um, everything that we needed to play in this tournament. So yeah. our friend had to drop it off at our par- my parents' house. My parents had to bring it up. To Columbus, so Ohio. <laughs> That was the start of our coaching. That was, yeah, that was, we were like, okay, we're off to a good start. But yeah, and then from there, you know, we coached all summer together, and... What'd you say? It said rolled up late with Starbucks. Yeah, there's that one TikTok, I remember all the girls would send it to us, where it's, um, like, coaches be at the field at 6.45 in the morning, and then the coaches rolling up at, like, 7.30 with a Dunkin' in their hands. We taught them how to warm themselves up. Yeah, exactly. Just like in college when you have to go in the cages and stuff by yourself. Yeah. And the Sandlot kind of started because before the summer, um, we needed a fundraiser. And we needed a way to make money to fund our travel expenses. And so we didn't have to stay out of pocket for hotels, food, everything like that. So Hannah came up with the idea to do the clinic, which was like a backyard Sandlot-style clinic where it was coached by former and current college players. And um, we only had, to think, about 40 kids that signed up. Yeah, it was like 40, 45, yeah. Yeah, like four teams of like 10 to 12, I would say. It was pretty small. We had it at our one where we practiced at in Pittsburgh. Like right in the city. Literally dead center in the city. (laughs) Um, And that was like the first time that we ever did the Sandlot and like that style of a clinic type thing. But we realized how beneficial it was to have live reps have kids thrown onto teams with people they're not comfortable with because that's what happens whenever you go to college, you're on a new team. Um, and then also to have, like, the the clinic part too. And then from there, I had hopped on staff at my alma mater, 
IUP shout out. And Brooke took over the travel ball team. And she still needed a fundraise, of course, for her team. So she had run the Sandlot. And I had helped out, actually, and worked it. And so from the first one we did a couple summers ago to this one, she had, like, 60. I think you had, like, what, 60-some kids? So it was, yeah, it was about 60. We had, I think we had uh, six teams. And I remember, I remember a bunch of people worked it. We had, we had a really good staff. We had current and former players from Illinois, Pitt, St. Francis, you know, a lot of D2 schools in the area, too. Yeah, really yeah. good group. And I remember I just was the one that stuck around after. And we looked at each other and we were like, this is, this is more than just a fundraiser. Like, because you had added the recruiting part, like where we had a classroom session rotation and it was like recruiting mental toughness. Right. Yeah. Which we had never, we had never done. And I felt like, especially with the high number of kids, I was like, okay, if we're going to have six teams, like what is something that uh, outside of the reps and outside of the, the skill work and what is something that is, beneficial to them that I was not taught and like I was not told and that I had no idea about um so that's whenever we added that recruiting the mental aspect and kind of move forward with that and then once we decided that we wanted to do it like actually pursue it actually go for it it was crazy um we did another one in Pittsburgh and we had like 88 yeah it was like because we tap out at like eight teams yeah yeah it was a lot of kids and I remember Hannah can tell this part. Our one friend was amazed. The one girl that was working, she played at Robert Morris, about what was going on at this field that we had. Because there was close to 100 kids lined up through the parking lot waiting to get to our clinic. And we're, like, doing temp checks because it's after COVID. Yeah. Hannah's running around with the temp gun. I'm trying to set everything up. Like, it was crazy. From there, we were like, all right, let's just do it. We filed the LLC. Right. We, like, did all the stuff we had to for, like, administrative and creating a company. We worked with a freelancer to make our logo, like, all that random stuff. And how many, like, with COVID, of course, we got shut down on a few events that we even wanted to do. But how many events did we do, like, starting in, like, September? Like, it was, like, August, September. Done probably, like, eight. Yeah. It was great, though. I mean. Really good events. We're trying to find, like, new ways that we can do it. But, you know, throughout the the evolution kind of of our in-person sandlot events you know brooke and i were together like every day in the summer and then in the fall too and we were just like what else can we do because i mean i think so many people can relate to the fact that softball is just underserved and you know some people are lucky because geographically where they live but like even for me where i grew up a couple hours outside of any major city i had nothing like i knew nothing like i didn't have access to big travel ball teams it i finally got on a decent one um but it was like very late, like my junior year of high school, I didn't even know anything. Um, and so it's just, we kind of like, we're thinking, how can we continue to grow the game of softball, allow those specifically that don't have the resources and the accessibility that others do. And so we put our heads together and we were like, I think there's one thing that COVID has taught us that we can do so much virtually that can still allow people to improve every single day and, and to continue to evolve the game every single day, which is how we came up with what the sandlot right. kind of is now. And I remember, like, first week or two of COVID, um, a couple of the girls on the team that I coached, they were like, oh, yeah, we're still getting lessons, we're still getting lessons. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean you're getting lessons? So I would ask them to send me videos, and it was all through, like, a virtual platform. And I was like, I've never even heard of that. So I think that COVID has 
terrible as it was, it definitely has brought out a lot of the virtual um, aspects of sports and everything, really. I feel like everyone is so much more diverse with the virtual platform, the social media, the recruiting is so different now with COVID. Everything is so different. And as much as it sucked, it's definitely taught us as a country and a sport how everything can still happen and be changed and how but it can still be effective and you can still get a great experience and you can still develop and you can still get recruited and everything like that even from behind a computer i completely agree and like also not only that like you know and just for the viewers that like aren't 100 familiar with the sandlot i mean we have jesse warren jordan roberts kylan becker gianna de salvatore abby cheek lily piper maddie Grimm, um megan betza cheyenne tarongo we have a monster list of instructors that athletes are now able to receive a one-on-one virtual lesson with. And the fact that now you can go on and be instructed by the best to ever play. It's not even just a, an, like a lesson. It is an, a lesson with an actual professional softball player that is leaps and bounds beyond, you know, anything I could even imagine. Right. So once we started like finalized now, okay, yeah, this is something that we want to do. We started looking for web designers. Um, It was in the middle of COVID, so we were kind of looking for local people, freelancers, someone that we could, like, help out and they could help us and uh, nail down a group of workers. So it's a freelancer out of Pittsburgh, which was nice. We can go and meet with them in person, know what we want. Met their family, literally. Right, right. So we talked to them all the time. So they started developing um, a website for us, and after – months and months of planning it they developed it functionalities are pretty much exactly what we want right now yeah we're just fine-tuning a few things which will come right right we're just fine-tuning everything and now that we've actually had lessons up and running it's kind of um, been what's working what's not working that type of thing um i don't know and i think what's most important is the feedback that we've gotten from the virtual lessons i think some people are afraid of it because it's new and i understand that um but so far and, you know, we want any type of feedback, but every person that has had a virtual lesson with our instructors has had nothing but good things to say, which is really encouraging, too, because, like, there is a need, there is a market. Our instructors are great. Whenever They're we amazing. Whenever we out to them, the two of us were just sitting on Hannah's couch, <laughs> literally emailing, like, we had a, uh, an Excel sheet of every professional softball player in their email, if we could find their email or, like, their Instagram or their Twitter that we could message them. And I remember... Um, one of the first people we emailed was Joanna DeSalvatore, and we're like, okay, let's just do it. Like, yeah. Chamberlain, Joanna DeSalvatore, like, let's just go big. Like, and she answered within like two hours, I would say. I and like I, we like screamed a little. Yeah. We told her this too. She thought it was hilarious. And and then one thing led to the next. You know, I think because I think all the pros were receptive to it because they want to grow the game, of course. Like, I mean, with AU Pro Sports, it's it's. I think we're just on the rise right now. Like, I think we're at the bottom, and it's just this in. Klein that is going to continue to go up and we're going to be able to see it right so now we have like Hannah said Lily Piper Megan Betza Maddie Graham Kylan Becker Jordan Roberts Johnny DeSalvatore Jesse Warren Cheyenne Tarago and Abby Cheek all so, all Americans all have played professionally professional athletes like a crazy staff list and not even that we also have supporting services that right. we are providing athletes to you know, improve from every angle as an athlete. We have a registered dietitian who is incredible, was a college volleyball player and just has such a passion for, for nutrition and making sure that 
you're on the correct plan for you specifically, a, a, a design plan. So she is another one you can get a consultation with and, and have services. And then we also have a sports psychology coach who, in his brand, partners with two former professional baseball players. Um, and he's great. He has a whole program that he can run you through. And, uh, I mean, it, it's it's endless to improve, like I said, from every single angle. But, um, like, what else do we got, Brooke? What else do we have coming for the Sandlot that people need to know about that's, like, hard-hitting? Coming up, the Southball Sandlot is introducing the Sandlot scale. So, I don't Powered know by powertrain. Powered power, yeah, quarter by powertrain. The Sandlot is going to introduce the Sandlot scale. So we're working with powertrain, and it's going to be like our own version of what we think is important for college coaches. So we're working with college coaches, recruiters, um, current, former players, everything like that. And then the gym powertrain, yeah. Most, right. What are the most important measurable um, pieces? So whether it's arm strength, bat speed, exit velocity. Uh, pop time, 60-yard dash, like what are the most important measurable pieces for an athlete, and then we are going to incorporate that and turn that into our own scale. So every time that you come and attend an in-person event, you will receive your scale whenever, like within the next week. Like we will be sending you your scale. So like, like Brooke said, we're really taking input from college coaches, college players, just people that know the game of softball because sometimes with the testing, it can become a little bit generalized and we want to make sure that we are giving our athletes quantifiable metrics that one they can use for their own development and two they can send to the college coaches that they're looking to try to get recruited by and be like this this was one of my sandlot scale results and and it's very applicable to them and how they are as an athlete and then we're working with powertrain which is a massive gym in the northeast um who trains all sort of athletes from college, high school, college to professional, and they're going to be helping us specifically with a lot of the speed, agility, and strength metrics um, involved in our scale too. So it's going to be just that full picture um, athlete for for everyone. Right, and we're going to start doing those, like Hannah said, at our in-person events. But also, if a team wants us to come in, or an organization wants us to come in, we could go in and we could do the Sandlot scale and. We are looking for what is the most important to these college coaches, what they legitimately want to see to get your kid recruited, um, and what's important. And we will come and do that for a team, an organization, whatever it may be, a high school team, stuff like that. So not only are we doing them at our events, but we can come and do them with specific groups too. Exactly. And we have, we're super excited. We'll be releasing our actual list of in-person events that we have scheduled for May through August. Um, just to tease it a little bit so far, we're going to be going to Lancaster, PA. We're going to be doing Pittsburgh, of course. We're going to do Columbus, Ohio, um, Anaheim, California, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. We're going to do Philadelphia um, and a few others as well. So if you're looking to go to an in-person event, you're looking to be instructed by former and current college softball players, you want to get your Sandlot scale so you can see where you can improve and where you kind of are right now um, amidst your peers, definitely check those out on our website. Definitely. I think that's um, our list is pretty pretty stacked. We're excited. We're kind of hitting all the way from Philadelphia, PA, all the way over to California. So we're definitely kind of working our way around the country and continuing to grow the game and our goal is to have some of our uh, elite instructors at these events yeah. and try to get them there and get them in front of your girls and give them the best opportunity to, to grow their game and their knowledge on all aspects. Yeah, so 
get a one-on-one lesson with an instructor virtually. Even if you have a current training regime that you follow now or you have an instructor that you use, I would I would tell you to do an online lesson once or twice a month even as a supplement so that you can get a fresh set of eyes, you can get new drills. Um, I think that's important even just to try to layer that in. And then check out our check out our the content on our website. We're going to have training videos that we'll be posting weekly. We'll be having a tip of the week that it might come from a college coach or a college player. Um, we're going to be releasing these podcast episodes where really we're planning on doing roundtable conversations, everything softball, but we're also going to have series where we're interviewing college coaches too, uh, probably when the season's over. They're a little, they're a little busy right now. Um, but just, you know, we want to be that one-stop shop for softball development, and that's pretty much what we're, we're just trying to do. Right. I think we're really excited. Um, it's definitely been a crazy year, but maybe over over a year. Well, no, it's been off. almost exactly it's been a almost year. Exactly a year that we started this, so we're definitely happy with how it's coming and the feedback that we've been getting and the uh, response and the following is just so crazy to us. So we're so excited to see it continue to grow and to keep getting more instructors and more uh, additional supplements and everything like that for your kids and to continue to grow the game across the country. And the only thing we have left is open questions. Please give us your feedback. Like, listen to this episode. Shoot us an email. We have all of our contact on our website. And then we also have all of our social media sites, which you need to follow on Instagram and Facebook. And we were joking. We were like, okay, what do we call this podcast? And so that's why we were like, do we call it the Sandlot Smack? Like, this is the tea kind of I thing. Sandlot Smack. That is good. If you, if you have a better one, send it to us. But right now, that's what we're leaning with. And then anything else, other feedback, you know, if, if there's a place you want us to come to an event, we'll work it into the schedule in the next year. Um, if you have any other ideas or just overall feedback, please, we are all about improving and we know ourselves that that's kind of where we're at right now. We're growing and um, we need we need input from people. Right, definitely. Check out our merch on the website. Check out that merch, yes. Check out our social media. Megan does a great job with our social media. She makes it pretty because me and Hannah are not not good at. We're like, um, does this color go with this color? No, we're like, how do you make a TikTok? <laughs> yeah, like I watch TikTok every single day. I'm not kidding you. If I actually looked at the amount of times I watch a day, every day, and I have, I tried to make one. I was like, how do I do this? I had to Google uh, how to make a TikTok. Hannah Clunk, I made one single one. She had to make it for. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Megan is the best. Follow the social media pages, interact with her. She is the OG of all time. Sign up for our newsletter on the website. Yeah, she's making our newsletter too. It's unreal. But I think that's about it. We'll be posting probably an episode every other week. And like I said, we're going to be bringing our friends. We're going to be bringing other college players, other professional players. Just get on a call with us. Let's talk. And maybe we'll have a theme. Like, it's, it's like I said, right now it's an open book. So if you have ideas, drop them. But I'm super excited about this. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to hear everyone's feedback. Uh, 